0: Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski.
1: Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, singing Hallelujah! on the top of our lungs yes. here Hallelujah. from the county. yeah so it's, uh, it's like easter is is here it's an awesome time uh in our church and so uh hope you guys had a great easter and everything was uh, uh wondrous you know and <laughs> but uh i've i've i it's wondermas here because we have uh ziggy rodriguez
0: yes yes <laughs> not
1: very excited he's looking at his phone and oh, then we have <laughs> and then we have Thomas Patrick Dorian, yes sir. Yeah, so you guys y'all yeah, have a good Easter?
0: Oh yeah, it's awesome. I just got this new phone. I'm kidding. Yes.
1: <laughs> the Easter Bunny was kind to you. Uh, anyway, so uh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of egg salad. By the way, in the in the cafe, just because you, we dye all those eggs, and that's what right. are you going to do? And, and it's like the only time of year when you can have blue egg salad. Ooh. So that's kind of that's kind of good. Smurfs love it. That pause dye goes. Yeah. Long into your uh, diet. Anyway, all that aside, uh, we are going to talk about an interesting topic. We're going to talk about heresy. <laughs> yeah, we're no uh, really. I don't know that we're going to talk so much about heresy, uh, but really, we're going to talk. I mean, I guess technically, we're talking about fraternal correction. Uh, and when you hear that term, it's like, well, what does that mean? Right. You know, and and really, that's uh, uh, to a certain degree, we're going to talk about maybe the 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 temperature of the internet of social media we're going to talk about the tone of voice and maybe the attitude that that people have and just what's right and what's wrong about correction
0: well and and just to contextualize things we're obviously we're celebrating divine mercy sunday yes right and and if you look, there's corporal acts of mercy and there's spiritual acts of mercy, and that's what actually I was looking up on my phone. I want to re- read the exact spiritual acts of mercy, um, but I have them generally memorized. So right, like,
1: well, and there's a lot of good ones, and one of them, um, uh, one among the spiritual works, is um, is a, a, you know essentially correcting the ignorant. Yeah, instructing for sure. the instructing the ignorant, and, admoni- and admonishing
0: sinners, and, and yeah. yeah, instructing the ignorant, and uh, you know. So when you have the things like the corporal act of mercy, like giving like food and drink to to those who are hungry and thirsty, or, or giving clothes uh, to those who are in need of clothes, visiting prisoners, yeah, I mean, exactly, all those things. People people can just basically say, "Oh, that sounds like a very kind thing to do." I understand why that's merciful, but we actually we live in a culture right now where it's like, "Oh, you're telling this person that they need to believe something that they don't believe, and and you're saying that what they believe or what they're doing is wrong." That's not merciful. Right. That's 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 yeah. That's how is that merciful? Right? How is that? You're being mean. Yeah. You're being judgmental, and you're being mean. And 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 so we live in a world where <clears throat> we are being corrected. It's Flipped upside. It's down. It's flipped upside down. Right. And and so what we in talking about uh, the the feast of mercy and listen, all of us here at the Catholic Cafe, let's maybe just take a second to, to commend every single person who's listening, who does whatever act of mercy they might be doing, including the corporal acts of mercy. Thank you. You know, all of those things are super important. And and it's not like we don't want to bring attention to the importance of, of serving those in need. Because our Lord was very clear in, in Matthew 25 that <laughs> that stuff's very important uh, to, to living our faith rightly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the spiritual acts of mercy are part of our faith, too. And and we wanted to zero in on these precisely because these are certain acts of mercy that are regarded by the world. And, of course, Jesus said the world hated me first right mm-hmm. uh, and he warned us about the world and the spirit of the world but that the, these are acts of mercy that the world teaches us are um, uh, unmerciful and so we just wanted to kind of address that we want to acknowledge ways in which yes there are ways in which instructing the ignorant or admonishing the sinner can be done in an unmerciful way and we're not supporting that we're not saying a blank check you know to just do whatever counts as mercy uh, under the, under that category and so we are going to navigate that but But yeah, just because somebody might walk away from a conversation with hurt feelings, that doesn't mean that you weren't being merciful.
1: Now, that said, I I agree with everything you just said. That having been said, and me having agreed with it, I will also say that there are many among us who are on the side of fraternal correction who aren't fraternally correcting. Who, oh, yeah, who are yeah. there? There is there is judgment in some of the things that we say, and we have to be we have to be careful. And and you think about the language, and right. I, the, the the and because the cautionary tale uh, is falling into the trap of being baited, yeah, into an argument or goaded into an argument, forcing you. To use "quote unquote" hate speech, you know, I'm doing the air quotes with my hands. Right, right. Uh, and, and we and we all too willingly comply sometimes. So there's there's a balance to all of this. I, mean, I was actually while you were talking, I was on my phone because <laughs> I wanted to go to
0: ESPN.
1: I wanted to go to I wanted to go to to, uh, uh, I, I to, go to, to uh, Facebook because it re- for whatever reason, yeah. Um, there's like there's like a group called Reaching Catholics and Others through the Gospel, uh, and and the things that are being shared and uh, posted there, um, like here's here's a meme. They hate the Bible, yet they falsely claim to have written it. Lying leads to hell. Repent, our cats. Our cats is Roman Catholics, I think. Uh, and it's like and so then there's like I look, I'm not even gonna click on it, but there's 135 comments immediately and this uh was just posted a few hours ago um and then um and there you know it's just like all of these where exactly is it written that the catholic church is the harlot see then there are people that come back right that are catholic and and for whatever reason people are feeding on this yeah and then there'll be 81 comments on that one right and and i can go through and there's lots of examples of um here's one the Bible is a man-made tradition so now, and then you also have atheists yeah. that will also chime in who are gleefully enjoying and it's not a conversation see I thought our cats were ones who said
0: meow. yeah well
1: <laughs> I, 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 I will just say, I will just say that there's uh there's a lot going on here yeah so you know in the spiritual works of mercy instructing the ignorant is important and also admonishing sinners <clears throat> There's a valuable role to be played there. Yeah. And but at the same time, I I, I opened up the Bible to um uh first Peter chapter three verse fifteen. Yeah. Um the latter part of that verse because it's it's important um because what Peter says here uh, always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. And then, verse sixteen, but do it with gentleness and reverence, keeping your conscience clear, so that when you are maligned, those who defame your good conduct in Christ may themselves be put to shame, but not put to shame by you, right? Right? But by your noble, your gentleness and your reverence, mm-hmm. and and so that's supposed to be the watchword here. So. Um, you know, we get into trouble when we fall into that same uh, fiery pit. Oh yeah, to have the the, the the you know the the cage fight to the death, right? And, and it can be problematic. So striking that balance, I don't know that I always am able to do it.
0: So a couple of things I think are important. One, St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, specifically regarding fraternal correction, you know, he does say that discernment is needed because you you do have to take into account whether or not. Um, you might do more harm than good, in, in, in giving that fraternal correction, um, and and you have to take into account whether it's going to be potentially well received. And and I have had some incidents where, you know, people have they've completely apostatized or they've left the faith or they've said something that was very clearly uh, heretical. And I and I've you know prayed about it and I felt God telling me uh, or heard God telling me to the best of my discernment, this is not. You know, pray for the person right now. You're not. It's not going to.
1: You're, go, not gonna, well, you're not gonna further the conversation if you say a word. At yeah, this, point. this is not you're yeah. not
0: called and so at the end of the day we're we're vessels, right? And we are called to uh, receive from God what he is giving us to the best of our ability to, and discernment and to share it with, in accordance with the you know, our, our, our discernment to the best of our ability to hear him and 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 follow him. And that's with, all we with can gentleness
1: do, and reverence
0: to the best of our ability. Now, I, although I will say I've had I've had incidents where sometimes I've had to drop the hammer uh, on people, and and sometimes it's been well received because it's needed. You know, like, like a, a you know, sometimes you have people who they might have never had uh, like a father in their life who really uh, had just laid something clear and dropped a hammer, and then you just say like, "No, this is true." Period. You know what I mean? And and it sometimes it's gone well. I've also I've, I've had uh i have one at least one instance where i think i've probably lost a friend who was a very close friend um over an uh, instance of fraternal correction a few years ago I, I i have hope for that friend and for our friendship um and you know and i and i, and I did well, take it a confession that maybe lord if i you know i repented if i if there's a lack of gentleness on my part and things like that right. that i should have done a better job i i repent and and, and i said that to him at one point a couple of years later i said listen Uh, Because I mean, this was very clear stuff. Where it was not, there was no gray area. It was some black and white stuff that my opinion was being asked, and I was just like, "You're acting like there's gray areas here." No, this is clear as day. It's black and white. Here's the deal, period. You know, and you need to stop this, period. And and it was not the message that was my friend wanted to to hear from me. Um, And you know, I circled back with him later. I said. Hey, I, I, I welcome you to give me feedback, as I'm sure the things that I said might have been hurtful at the time. I didn't feel led like I was supposed to apologize for saying, for the message, because at the end of the day, I did... Probably the hear, delivery. Well, I, I More so, yeah, the delivery, but I did hear in my heart, because you know what? A lot of our friends, we don't live in a Catholic culture. We, a lot of people in our lives, you may be the only person in their life who's going to give a message of the Catholic faith to them. And if they come to you, say, well, what does the church say? Or what should I do? And if you're not that one voice, no one's going to be that voice.
1: Right. Now, so here, the, the, uh, as you started that, yeah. uh, that discussion right there, the thing that you said that was most profound to me, honestly, was yeah. prayerful discernment. Yes. And, and I'm glad you did that, um, because I, I have known many of a, a many wrecked ships Oh, yeah. Right? That were wrecked because of people saying, like, I may be the only one that they hear saying this. Right. Because sometimes you can fall into pride with that. That's true. You you, you think that, like, uh, you know, like, Father, why do you give, like, 35-minute-long daily homilies? This may be the only time that these kids are preached to. It's like, but if you live your life that way, they're never going to come back to church. Right, so to some degree, we have to be careful about are Are we the only one, or is really what what going on? Is that is that me stepping in and like this is my role, my job to do this, and I'm not admonishing the no, sinner no, here, yeah, uh, yeah. or instructing the ignorant. Uh, I I really think that sometimes we fool ourselves oh, into sure. thinking that uh, that we are, uh, you know, like we're this person's last hope and last chance, and the reality is. That's up to God and and we have to trust in prayerful discernment that i I, I want to be a voice in this uh and and there are times there are times where things are going to get to a point where there's nothing you can do and yeah. and, that, and that like that like a, a a severance in your friendship was their doing ultimately they're refusing to remain friends right and, and so I, I hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have it's it's like this this really tough balancing act where we have to be purveyors of the truth, we have to be sub- subject to the truth, and we have to have truth is the that is the the economy in which we're we, we, in which we're operating. So we're always seeking the truth, and we're always sharing the truth, and we're doing it as to the best of our ability with gentleness and reverence, uh, as Saint Peter says. Uh, and sometimes, and we have to stick to our guns. Now, that doesn't mean that everything's a fight. Some people want to have a fight. And that's the thing that I worry about with with uh, like fraternal correction that takes place on the internet. So, like, yeah, yeah. and, and, and that's maybe... That's not going to happen. Because that. that's
0: for show a lot of times, I, I too. I think
1: so. I, I really do. Um, because, like, the person uh, that whoever was sending out the one about, uh, you know, Catholics claim to have written it. And it's like, okay, no... So you don't and I'm sure those hundred and thirty five comments that were there, there were probably some good Catholics that are going like, "Okay, you need to know what you're talking about before you talk about it, yeah, but the way I just said that is accusatory and judgmental hey you, before you open your mouth, maybe you should study a little bit and understand what the Catholic Church actually teaches while that may be true, that's accusatory language, right. so that's not having truth being the the source of this like if I were to encounter that person and on that thing, it's like, well, I, that's not actually what Catholics teach. And if you're interested in having a conversation about it, you know, send me a, a, a private message and we'll we'll chat about it. But I honestly think that that person's not doing that to engage and right. seek the truth. Right. They're doing that in a I'm going to show those Catholics, you know, and they're doing it from a point of view not of trying to fu- in, in a grace filled way trying to f- seek the truth. Right, because that would have been phrased a whole different way. It's like I'm confused. Where did the Bible come from? I'm told that you know it was like, how did it come from the church? Help me understand that. Now that is an invitation to a conversation, right? Right, and so that's where you start to realize that there there's a seeking the truth is the goal.
0: So, but one thing I want to make clear, I think, uh, in seeking discernment authentic discernment something that we have to set aside is the self right and i think it applies to stuff like my friend and it applies to stuff like social media and here's what i mean so with regard to a situation like with uh my friend setting aside the self just you might discern that god's calling you to to you know be a straight shooter here you know and just lay things out and yeah you may be called to, to, for it to, to step into a situation where it's not going to go well. And God knows it's not going to go well. And it might damage your friendship. And, and it, 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 he's not going to promise you that it's going to go well. Now, sometimes through his grace, it will. you know. And it might be that 10 years from now, I'll look back on this this moment of a few years with my friend and say, we're so much better friends now than we ever were. Maybe. And let's hope and pray for that. The, yeah, because we had this period... Where there was sort of a separation from us, right? Maybe, you know, but God hasn't promised me that. And again, I I, I take ownership of the fact that uh, I'm sure that there are ways that I could have handled my side of the conversation better. But that doesn't change the fact that just because you approach things with gentleness and reverence, that doesn't assure you that it's going to be well received. Our Lord Jesus was meek and humble in heart, right? And our Lord Jesus was gentle our lord jesus was a very definition of oh reverence. but he was a straight shooter and he was a straight shooter yeah. and how did he get received right and so part of the if we want to live our lives like christ we have to allow people including people that we love uh, we have to give permission to them for to misunderstand us, to resent us, to hate us, to attack us, to condemn us, to reject us. We ha- If we don't give that permission and still make the decision to love them despite that, we're not going to be able to fulfill our call to step into Christ's shoes and
1: be Christ-like. All right. So I, I, I don't disagree with you. Right. But it's it's like I want to make sure that we don't come at this like expecting a fight. No, no. Of course not. I, 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 I know, But it's sounding that way. And I want to make sure people who are listening... It's not because some people they don't step into it because they think it's a battle, or they won't step right. into the fray, or they're worried like they're gonna get shot down or shot out or they're gonna lose like their friendships and, and it's gonna destroy their life. And the reality is, again, there there's a balancing act in everything that we do in, in life. There's a balancing yeah. act in marriage, there's a balancing act in raising our kids, there's a balancing act in everything that we do, in every interaction. Yes. Um and so like I'm a big fan of being a straight shooter. But I'm not always expecting that there's going to be uh, fireworks. Right. Uh, and when it happens, it happens. I mean, what, that stuff you were talking about, being willing to be hated, the reality is I don't want to be hated, but yeah, I am. Uh, you know, our, our Catholic Cafe uh, Twitter account, uh, there's somebody with a Twitter handle called I Follow Hate, who follows us. I mean, they just announce that they think that we're hate, that we are hate and it's like well, I don't think we are and but I've never heard from them they've never sent me anything maybe they discovered we weren't hate maybe we were too boring for them I don't know yeah uh but but the point is um I really don't believe that we are hate and and I think there are times where we have to stand up for the truth and that people need to hear the truth and they need to hear it in a way that is that is going to be um that is going to be as grace filled as possible because it comes from the lord um and so that's why when we I think it's important that we we're in the public square, in the public marketplaces of the world, right? And that we share these ideas that we have. And again, going back to what uh, Saint Peter says, it, it's it's interesting that it says, "Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope," right? Because they've witnessed something in you, mm-hmm. right? And I've been approached many times from from people that say, like, you know, you seem to be this kind of person, right? And it causes them, you know, in the weirdest places, like the bowling alley. I mean, when someone says, "Are uh, someone asked me one time, like, are you some kind of minister?" I don't wear my clerical collar when I'm bowling. Yeah, you know, but the and, and a lot of people
0: they,
1: they don't realize necessarily that I'm in, let, let alone Catholic, but in any kind of ministry but there's something about my demeanor that and that's happened on multiple occasions. You know and I have I, I like to think that I have a really good sense of humor. We we joke on the show all the time. In fact, sometimes we get admonished, you know. Yeah. People don't like necessarily the humor because they think we make light of serious topics, but the truth is I think that's a, a, a great way to discuss some serious things is with a little tinge of humor. And it's like people they feel like uh, it's like it's disarming and they'll they'll approach you Right, and they're like, man, you tell these jokes and everything, and it seems like... But at the same time, there's something about you that seems like you're... That you have, like, a happiness, a joy about you. And it's like, well, I can tell you why if you really want to know. And yeah. then it's like, once you've done that, now you're having a conversation like... where. So where does that come from? I'll be honest with you. I had to find it in this way and this is what it means to me and I I ended up in the Catholic church and I'm telling you I actually had to leave it to to rediscover it and all its beauty and and its history but also its meaning in this in this current time. And and at that point I've I've made a new friend and I made somebody who trusts me in a way. They don't feel like I'm trying to dislodge their like their last little grip on on reality and and i'm like that that terrible villain that's stepping on your on your fingers when you're holding clutching like hanging falling into the grand canyon you know and i'm stepping yeah. on your fingers and it's like and and that's a whole different experience now that's why i mentioned the, the internet because their social media is rife with people Who are itching for a fight?
0: Well, I was going to get back to with regard to social media in terms of setting aside the self. The self is a multifaceted thing. Oftentimes, we're at war with ourselves. We have warring um, interests within us. Um, And and so, like with the internet, for example, sometimes it can be, I want to be seen. I want to be seen as. I want to write something in response to this person so I can be seen as a hero. Mic drop. The the mic drop. drop. Right to where the intended audience isn't even that guy. It's other people reading it. So they'll say, yeah, you really gave it to him, right? And right. so that has to be set aside. You know, the, 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 the good feelings that we might be hoping for, any adulation or any sort of flattery, any status that we might be seeking or whatever, all of it has to be set aside. In addition to, though, also the fears that we might have for for fallout. You know, And at the end, what we're trying to do in setting all of that so- stuff aside, and, and the fears are real. Like the friend that I mentioned, he's one of my very favorite people in the world. I love that man. I mm. love him. And I've never been blessed to be married. But uh, if I were, I, he would definitely be on my list of groomsmen if, he, if he'd let me. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, you know, I, he's one of my top, you know, very favorite people in the world. So it takes, it takes a lot when you're dealing with folks that you love and you care about to, to set that aside. And to what, what are you doing when you're setting all this stuff aside? You're, you're trying to make room to listen to what the Lord's calling you to do and following him. And sometimes the Lord is going to tell you, don't, you know, no, just remain silent and 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 just pray for the people.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, But also because you like him so much, because he's so important to you, you shouldn't like uh, sugarcoat or or avoid the truth. That too, yeah. Sugarcoating is not necessarily a bad thing, you know. it's It's not wrong to take your kids to McDonald's and get them a milkshake before you go to confession or after you go to confession. That's sugarcoating, confession. Yeah, yeah. And that's a great way to teach kids to want to go to confession. There's something good about that, to be honest sure. with you, when they're little. Uh, but like in friendships, because they're friends, if they truly are friends, you don't want them led astray. right? And that's why we are called to be at service of the truth in all things that we do. So when we see things that aren't right that you prayerfully discern how to step into that, right? And you may even preface it by saying, look, I don't want to ruin our friendship. I really don't. But I care about you so much that I want to tell you this. I believe this. This is what I've learned. This is what it says and this is what's always worked for me and why I think it's been around for two thousand years because Mm -hmm. it's truth. And 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 I think that's a disarming thing. Yeah. And there may be time they may elevate and things may get heated and get a little bit loud and that's when you have to step back but at the same time they're going to be the ones that make the decision whether or not to continue to be friends right yeah and we just have to be we have to be respectful to give them space in that way i, I will say i want to i don't want to end the show without saying something else too in all of this truth telling uh there are several times where i've witnessed on again on social media and I can't, I can't watch it or listen to it too much because it, it starts to get my blood boiling and I have to put it away because it's bad. I, you know It's frustrating. Um, but there are people that uh, end up saying things and being part of conversations and they don't know what they're talking about. Even the people that are on the quote-unquote good side. Right, and it's like, dude, you just you just made the argument even worse by the way you just said that, or you actually said heresy in in how you described the Trinity or whatever. And so it's there's a there's an old Latin phrase I've used it many times, nemo dot quod non hobbit. Nemo.quod dot quod non hobbit. and what it means basically, it's an old legal phrase, also an old church phrase. It just means you cannot give what you do not have. And so if you're trying to share, if you're trying to teach the truth, if you're trying to admonish a sinner, uh, if you're to tr- call something out, if you're trying to do these things, um, certainly how you do that is important, but you need to be able to understand it fully to be able to share it, right? You, you cannot give what you do not have. You can't give grace, you can't give mercy, you can't give love if you don't have those things in you. And so at the very beginning of everything that you do, that's the prayer. Um, and I promise you guys, I, I, I've said this before, but I, some people don't think, but every time I do something that involves teaching, before I do this radio show, before I, um, I preach uh, at church, before I teach uh, in any setting, I pray beforehand. And I just ask the Holy Spirit. To give me the words, whatever those words are, and I don't say, "Lord, help me triumph in Your name." Let me, let me. It's like Holy Spirit, come upon me and let me be like, you know, this uh, this hammer, right? That's going to come down. It's like, Lord, let me be a hammer of velvet, you know. Let me, let me, let me, let me uh, open. Help somebody's heart be open to You and to Your grace, and give me the grace to do that. That's a whole different prayer than let me win. Mm. Right, And so that's what we need to do. But don't sit back and just watch. God's calling us to participate and to participate in gentleness and reverence and love. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mother of God, God, pray for for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen.